<laughs> okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Anyway. All right. Welcome back to Birds of... What the hell is the name of the show? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely taking this out. Okay. Yeah, every, everybody's throwing off today, huh? Hey. Mercury is Gatorating. <laughs> Gatorating. Right. Okay. Welcome to another edition of Birds of a Feather, the co-ed edition. It's your girl AJ, the Suburban Princess here, back in action to talk about what we tried to do a live taping for last weekend, but that night went slow. God, that I don't know. It never went that slow before. I do feel like even between Eddie and I both, we knew we were in for a long night, but between Eddie and I both, we kind of were like, eh. <laughs> like yeah. It was kind of. Anyway, welcome, Eddie B. Well, what's up, homie? Uh, you know, much. Got back to work today. Uh, First day felt, back. Felt, felt good. So. Yeah, busy. You yeah. kept busy. Yeah. Well, I've been having a sucky week, so I can't wait till Friday because this whole week can just kiss my ass. But anyway, that's just my <laughs> own personal. Anyway, we're here to discuss the wonderful uh, the wonderful turnout that the draft had in general, whether or not we were doing our live cast for the one night. Um, we saw the main, obviously, the main choice that the Eagles made. Um, mm -hmm. Both both uh, decisions ended up kind of being what I secretly thought might happen after all that hype over B. John Robinson. He went to Atlanta. We ended up getting Jalen Carter right. first. I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't want him anyway. So, so no, we didn't. Honestly, I mean, as much as I understood the obsession, I kind of was like, we really don't. Um, and it worked out. They got two defensive players for the first and uh, what second and third round. When when did Nolan come? Later in the first round? I Nolan totally was uh, he was thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. So we technically kept where we were at. I think they moved up for Jalen, right? They moved up to nine. Yeah, they moved Jaylen up to started. nine. Yeah, because a lot of people were calling. Uh, everybody's like, well, "Why did they move only one spot?" I was like, "Cause a lot of people were calling. Chicago was going to make a deal. You know, it was yeah. like either they're going to make it with us or somebody else. And it was like, okay, well, if we don't make that deal, we're not getting the player we want. And the way he not, was not to say not to say Chicago was going to pick them, but you know, no, they. Other teams wanted Chicago's place to take them. So, I mean, honestly, at this point, Chicago's got a lot more work to do. So, I don't think just Jalen Carter would have helped them. Whereas Jalen Carter is more of a compliment for us because we know he can he can at least get in there um, oh, and yeah. learn a lot faster with his fellow Bulldogs that we already do have in um, Nicobe and uh, why do I always forget his name? Jordan Big Baby Davis. Yeah, Jordan Davis. So, yeah. Yeah, so now, knowing that we have both Nolan and Jalen under our wings, literally, wow, look at that, birds of a feather, wings. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the other picks that did come later in the rounds actually turned out to be pretty decent as well. Um, a lot of the excitement usually actually, to me, ends up being after the draft where they get, like, the UFDA guys and um, – the yeah, biggest, that list, obviously, that actually list good. wasn't bad either. I mean, it I was... really wasn't bad. They did pretty, pretty dang good as far as I'm concerned. Um, they got my boy Sydney Brown, which is what I wanted from U University of Illinois, cutie safety. Uh, you know, he, 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 to me, he will be substantial to take. Did you the see, place his, of you see his 360 story? Not yet, but I know it's, I know it's sad. I know they've been homeless. His brother went to the Cincinnati Bengals, which is good for Chase. But his I did mom, want him. Yeah. I didn't know he was going to happen. His mother, yeah, is ho homeless. Mother's white. I think the father is black. I could and, be wrong. And, uh, and uh, I mean, he pretty much, she pretty much left the, her alone to raise kids. 
Yeah, so she was pretty much just living with these kids with a dream, and 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 I think that's why it's more emotional of a story, which I definitely don't feel like in the mood for watching anything that's crying that involves crying. Yeah. So, but I heard enough people say that who didn't even think twice about him because most people said the same thing. I watched New Heights today, and Jason Kelsey himself said he didn't have Sidney Brown on his board. So, I think the story of someone not being high on anybody's pick list is probably more exciting than we think because. And not comparing him at all to any of the name safety players out there, obviously. I think the more exciting story is someone who you don't think you don't think twice about or who you didn't have very um, physical player too. That's what I like about him. Yes. Yeah. That's why I thought they chose him because they said he was very physical, which I would think you would want that. Or, you know or safety, I mean? yeah. You need you need somebody with a mean streak in him. Right. And we need that because this is why, again, switching to another genre, but with the Sixers, that's why they got PJ Tucker. I mean, you kind of need your team to be defined with an attitude. You want to kind of need a need dog. dog. <laughs> Lord knows the word dog got, you know, killed this weekend. In fact, it got to the point where people were already printing t shirts calling us Philly, Philly Bulldogs. So. It looks like that the bird. It looks like Swoopman has some competition for a mat, uh, mascot this year. So they should have. They should have Swoop walking a bulldog. That'd be funny as hell. I really do game. think they should just let us borrow <laughs> the Georgia bulldog just for yeah, like. They the gotta get. They gotta. They gotta. They gotta get Ugga. Get Ugga out there. Get a get Ugga out there. Yeah. <laughs> little dog. He's totally unaffected. He wouldn't be freaked out or anything. He'd just be like looking around like, what are y'all screaming about? You know? I mean, but, he's used to it. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's it was an exciting. I mean, overall, I gave, when they were talking about, you know, rankings, I would give it A plus. I thought it was, I mean, well, I'd give it an A because I really think that, um, I think they ended up getting a punter later in, in, in the late rounds. I think they ended up getting a punter, which I think was should be a priority because I don't think Sipas is going to get us over the hump anymore <laughs> at this yeah. point so also, i think they did they, get a punter though uh, no what as a oh unsigned it undrafted i think i think they got a punter like towards if if not the last last two rounds i know that they ended up getting one for maybe a undrafted but yeah, i um, think it was undrafted because the last the last pick was a defensive tackle a guy from texas oh okay who I think just signed today. I know that Jalen signed. Jalen signed his uh Yeah, he was the already. first first rounder to sign. Yeah. So I was like, damn. I was like, they didn't even <laughs> they didn't even have to get to OTAs. I like, guess just the opening uh the opening interviews and everything. Um all in all, what was your impression though when you went to hear because we were trading Texas later in the weekend about well, what I thought they did a great job because you know they they did they addressed a lot of needs in this draft and I agree with people are saying, oh, yeah, they, they won the draft. They say, oh, well, uh, Eagles won the draft because they mm-hmm. addressed all they addressed all the needs that they had in this in this period. They went off what they needed. They they got some guys that can that, you know, are going to do something year one, may not start, but they're going to be they're going to be successful, like dra- uh, depth for depth yeah. and like stuff like that. So, yeah, depth is what we needed. We didn't really need to build a roster. So that was the most exciting thing about it. I think that's why this draft seems so kind of ho-hum for us because we our team was just in the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. we don't really need to have a lot of needs except for the defensive side, obviously, for depth. So you and I both knew that going into this draft, we weren't like desperate, desperate, but we mm-hmm. clearly need some more um, help in the defensive um, realm. They also sound, signed a backup quarterback, uh, Tanner McGee. He signed today. Yeah, who's um, just gonna be there? Today. Yeah, he's just gonna be there because they already have um, uh, the other backup guy. Who um, knows? I mean, they're gonna they may make them compete. You know, 
I mean, obviously everybody here, they just signed another tight end today from the Jaguars. So that's someone to compete. Who's the well. guy? Uh, was it Ojim? Ojomo or something? Yeah, name? Moro Ojomo. Yeah, he's the one I said. No, no, not not no, not the tap, not 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 the not the D tap. I'm talking about the. It was a wide receiver. Oh yeah, today. he's he's he was from another team. Um, Olam Yeah, I couldn't Olamidi. say his name, but Olamidi. I couldn't either. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. I'm just gonna call him Ozzy. Um, Ozzy. Yeah, yeah he one. spoke with the media, so yeah, we got him from another team. Um, so he's gonna obviously be there to light Quez up. Because Quez is probably already pissed, but you know he'll get over it. Um, Quez, Quez may see him end up seeing himself out. Well, you never know. I mean, this, to me, this is why the Eagles do this too to light a fire. Because sometimes it's also just more exciting, and in, uh, in uh, OTAs as well as um, training camp. Oh, and how did we neglect to talk about the biggest steal as far as a running back? And not speaking of Bijan, but what it ended up happening. They ended up trading and getting four. Oh, Swift, yeah. DeAndre I mean, I, I thought, come you know, on. How he's a fucking wizard. I don't know how he pulled that off. But. I mean, he's our AJ for this season. Like, just how AJ came out of nowhere. Here comes DeAndre Swift. And everybody was talking about, are we going to get a running back? I'm like, do we need one, though? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom. <laughs> yeah. I think you would text me first, right? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was like, oh, when I saw because I think I was, I was like, at the oh. I was at the women's festival when when I found out because that's when Shantae and all them said, oh my god, we got DeAndre Swift. I was like, they did do it. I was like, oh my yeah. god, because I texted you as soon as, as soon as I heard it. I texted you. Yeah, like, oh, shit. I, was like, I think oh. I was I think I was crossing the street, walking up like pissed off because I hate walking straight that <laughs> way. But I was like feeling my calves, and all of a sudden, as soon as I got through <laughs> the, the main gate and started greeting people that I remembered from yeah. when I used to work there. Uh, um, I saw that as we were going into the, uh, we were in the Hyundai Club, which is like formerly the West Club. I don't know what it's called before, but it's the West Club side. And so, but that was exciting. DeAndre Swift, also a local Philly guy. Um, mm-hmm. That's a big deal. And he, also um, a former Georgia Bulldog. <laughs> former Georgia Bulldog. So once again, all the memes on TikTok are correct. Yes, Eagles pretty much stole from the UGA. Hey, you know what? It is yeah, what it yeah. is. It works for us. Whatever. Yeah, hey, I, I will definitely take from any like, SEC team. You know, it's yeah. We we learned. I think you know. Oh, also Keely Ringo. Obviously, that was another Georgia Bulldog we got. Yeah, um, he was another guy. I know that was another name that most of the guys were talking about on. He's on a Twitter. big guy. He's a big guy. He's a big He's cornerback. Tall. Yeah, yeah, he is. Well, we need the tall guy because Lord knows if we want to prevent what happened in the Super Bowl again, we're gonna need somebody like a Keely Ringo. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's like 6'2", 6'3". Six two, six two, six yeah, he's very tall. He's had, he clinched, uh, let's see, 15 pass breakups, four interceptions. So you only need someone like him in the corner every now and then, maybe even backing up. Um, What's his name from, uh, that we got from the Giants? That we got from the uh, Giants. Yeah, right. uh, yeah, he may be out there in the middle with them at times, you know, just to create some kind of depth. I mean, already it looks like it's starting to look it looks like there's definitely going to be some help on the way as the year goes on, and it'll be exciting to find out who is the guy yeah. that actually gets a chance to even fill and they're, in. And they're, and, they're, and they're building, yeah. They're building because they want to make another run, and they're building. So they know mm-hmm. some next year we're going to lose some more guys because they're getting older. Well, so, and, and yeah. that's this is what makes Howie – this is the only time that I understand why people keep calling Howie a wizard because he knows that certain guys have only so many years on a contract that he could mm-hmm. keep. So – he has to keep rotating. But here's where um, 
when you get to these things, when you get to the later rounds and you get to see all the guys once they line up all the all the picks, like you said, some of these guys may not see the light of day right away. But it's just the fact that how we knew that I have to have certain certain mm-hmm. additions in a certain position for yeah. when, God forbid, somebody goes down early. Um, this will be their time. We all know that DeAndre is going to be in there, obviously, at some point. So, mm-hmm. and for the fact that him, just like when Slay came, and now having Slay's former coach here, it's like almost like, how did we end up with three Detroit people who used to be on the same team together and they're all here yeah. on top of Detroit? So it's funny how just things work out. Um, but there wasn't, it wasn't always just, uh, I, I was looking for somebody else we got that wasn't um, Georgia. There was somebody else who came here from another school. And I was like, well, that uh, well we got a, we got, we got, we got the Bama guy, guy from uh, Alabama. We got the tackle, the tackle or the guard, Crimson. Oh, okay. Okay. We got Alabama. Right, right, right. You're right. I'm just trying to look through the page to see if I can see all the names here because I thought they might have them like all lined up. Either way, I think they did good. What would you give them as far as a grade for the overall overall draft? Yeah, give them a solid A, A plus, solid A. I mean, yeah, I was thinking solid A. You, too. Can, leave, I, you can even lean towards, I mean, one of the reasons why I would lean a little more towards A plus is because they, they did what they needed to do. They didn't overdraft. They didn't they didn't overthink it. They went and got what they needed. So they didn't get cute. Yeah. And they picked up some up. and they picked up some guys in in the whole like and the undrafted guys. They picked up two new wide receivers who Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I mean it could be uh decent as well, but Oh, Tyler Steen. That's what you're talking about. The guard. Yeah, Tyler Steen's a guard, yeah. Round three. Okay. Pick sixty five. Yeah. That was the one where they <laughs> They ended up trading for the sixty-six pick, and then they they got yeah him. when they traded when they traded back yeah yeah so that yeah that was definitely helpful, um yeah so I think overall this draft to me was very ho hum in the sense that like there wasn't really anything to get really hype like it normally is for day one but it, you knew that the rumors had to be true because they were getting louder as the night you know if you pay attention to social media the names that were getting tossed to and from. I mean, honestly, I feel bad for the fans who are thinking Bijan was coming because his mother was wearing green that night. That was pretty much a setup for failure. Well, well, I, don't feel, I don't feel bad for him to think like that. It's, well, no, no, no. I mean, no, I just, no, 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 you know, but I think that I told you when we were sitting there, I was like, what if they, he goes to the Jets? Like, yeah. I don't know he's wearing, she's wearing green for us. You realize the yeah. other team that's green here. So, but, um, uh-huh. I think all in all, I think Kansas City had a good look for their draft. I still yeah. think Philly, Philly was better. And that, you know, yeah. we're biased, but we all know that 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 honestly that trade um, that trade with DeAndre sets us up for more exciting prospects with the running back committee this year. If anything, mm-hmm. just like AJ fell right into line, so that's why I, mean, I feel he, like some things are destined to happen anyway. Yeah, but yeah, and Peep Eddie's T-shirt says Sith Lord. I'm scared. <laughs> that's why it was funny we started recording and he, he's all in the dark i'm like jesus and then you have the simple t-shirt that's just a great welcome back to the pod <laughs> anyway all right so we are clearly in the midst of not only a very exciting training camp which now i'm really excited and then um i just i just told you too before we recorded that they did sign um a tight end uh, named dan arnold from the jaguars so he's going to be an additional tight end well, they need they need yeah. another one anyway. So, I mean, they have Calcaterra, they have uh, Tyree Jackson, they have um, what's his name, Stoll. So we'll see where this fits in terms of either backing up Dallas if he gets hurt, 
or yeah, another black tight end. Who says Tyree? Tyree even makes camp this time. Who knows? I know we don't know. I mean, I just I I really like feel like it's unfair to just toss him aside because I feel like his injury. I think they're afraid they gave him another shot. I, I like the fact they gave him another shot. Yeah, they should have. I think it's his height to me is that why I thought he was useful. Now, mind he's, you, he's he didn't do much last year. He's small. He's small for a tight end though. Yeah, but we thought he was tall. I thought Remember he's tall, we... but as far as like his size, he's oh, he's, oh, oh. you're talking about like, Hulk. Yeah, he's pretty slender for a uh, for a tight end. Well, maybe that's why they got Arnold because he is more of a receiving tight end, whereas um, Stoll is clearly the backup blocker for yeah. Dallas or like when they use the tight end two tight end set. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, moving on. Um, just before we end this, I wanted to. Give a shout out to now we can finally brag. Our Joel Embiid is finally a MVP. MVP. Yes. <laughs> so it only it only took two years, right? <laughs> right. Technically, and most people have said this. Even Jimmy Butler said he should have been MVP last year. I totally agree because I felt yeah. like he missed even last less games last year than he did this year. Yeah. See how that shit works out, but. Look, clearly there was a change because everybody seemed like they were hell bent on trying to give Jokic again this oh, year. God, I don't, I don't, I don't get the whole fascination. I don't either because that man could be so unaffected either way with the MVP award more than Joel was. And for a while, I think they even wanted to try to give Joel grief for actually being upset about it. And I'm just like, why would you not be upset? Like he said, if I worked this hard to get to this point, no, and I started basketball late in my life. Mm-hmm. He goes, anybody who says they don't want MVP is lying. And I agree. Because why yeah. wouldn't you want to be the best of your whole, especially his story? You want to talk about a good story outside of Sidney Brown, Joel yeah. Embiid's story. Now that I really think about it, I didn't realize how much stuff he's gone through even before he even got to the league. Before you know? he even came to the country. I mean, he even came to the country. Yeah. You know what I mean? And knowing that his his brother died, and he said he that was one of the reasons why he even felt bad about leaving Cameroon because he felt like he could have done something. I said that's the worst guilt you can have because obviously he couldn't have done anything. But yeah. I just feel bad like that he even said that because I'm like, that makes sense why he named his son um, um, Al. But at the yeah. same time, I, I just really feel bad because when he said that, I was just like, oh, God, you know, and he's also in the beginning stages of accepting the reality that he wants to be an NBA player. knowing for sure his father didn't want him to do it because he didn't mm. think he could physically handle it. And now knowing that it kind of colors all the years we've all been frustrated as fans with him being injured every year. You know, but again, will is more powerful than anything. If you Mm -hmm. really know where you belong, if you really have that drive, nothing is going to deter you from trying to get to that goal. No matter how many injuries you have. Iverson's had 20,000 parts of his body broken and he wasn't he wasn't going to give up on that play until Mm -hmm. the day he actually was traded. So to me, there's a lot of things about Joel Embiid that I think we all as fans and sometimes we need to really be thankful that he stepped into Philly and never wanted to leave because yeah. we gave him plenty of years that he could have left. He could have bailed last year. Yeah. Easily. He could have been, if I were him, I'd have been like, fuck this. Like I keep getting here. Y'all can't get me over the hump. Like I'm out, but he yeah. loves being here. And I love the fact that even during his whole speech, did you watch the, uh, his presser? I didn't get a chance to see it. All of it. Okay. I heard uh, part of it. Yeah. You could probably, you know, there's clips everywhere. You can go yeah. I'll anywhere. catch it online, but, uh, I didn't want to get emotional, but I had saw some of it just sitting in my desk yesterday, and I was just like, I don't want to watch this because I know I'm going to be upset. But then I was like, <laughs> the more I watched it, I actually wasn't weepy. I was just more like, oh, like, you know, yeah. I just didn't think about stuff. And they didn't have to give it to him, honestly, but why wouldn't you, knowing that the top three was, had already had MVP 
um, wins already. Like why, to me, you could look at it like it's like a pity, a pity win. Or you can mm-hmm. look at it like it's kind of obvious. The fact that he deserved it, yeah. Right. It's like he earned. It's not like he hasn't earned it, you know. But yeah. I, do, I do agree. We all thought last year he pretty much had it down, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Why do you think that? If you think if there's any other reason other than what we probably as fans think, why do you think he hasn't gotten MVP before? I don't know. I, I, like like a lot of people were saying, like people were still kind of mad with the Sixers about the whole process thing and like and also the simple fact that you know it's not even a, a look 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 at both those years how many players are saying he should have been mvp but players aren't the ones that vote on it it's media right. guys that vote on right. it which doesn't make any fucking sense to me because these guys what the fuck do they know unless they were actually basketball players and then before. unless they played right yeah like but i mean right. it's, it's okay with shaq barkley the guys who actually who actually went out there and grinded and dribbled the basketball up and down? One MVP, so you know, uh, so how's this guy who can write a news who can write a news report going to tell me that this yeah. guy's a better ba- basketball player than that guy? Yeah, he's not worthy. Yeah, yeah. I so I just I just don't like that. I, I, that's one thing I hate about the system how it works. But I think, I think it's it time should, to tweak it. I think it should be okay. Yeah, you want you want the media guys to vote? Okay, then. But at the same time, the the players should get a chance to vote too. I agree. I agree. And even maybe even former MVPs in the future should be able mm-hmm. to vote in too. Yeah. Why not? Because they could influence it knowing that they've already won. And then they can also say, well, based on the criteria that I had to go through, mm-hmm. this person is worthy of it. You know, because who knows? Next year, obviously, they, I don't know. If they decide to switch the whole way they do it, what if, what if they just strictly want to have just like new faces? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they don't even want to consider, you know, Jokic or Giannis or whatever. So in that sense, how fair would it be if you're left up to media writers who only probably looked at these new faces like once or twice, yeah, you know, because yeah, they didn't exactly. make the playoffs. So that's not going to be fair. I agree. They need to switch it up. To me, to me, it should be just like anything. Like if CP, if uh, Chris Paul is part of the NBA players, like he should get a vote, you know, and mm-hmm. he should be, he should allow like maybe former players if they're going to have players vote as well, you know. So. It really depends. I, I'm I'm with you though. I really do think that there's a there's kind of a setup <clears throat> setup to fail when you leave it to media because media has has a way of swaying with the stories that they write. Yeah. Um, you know, personal opinion. So anyway, so what are you feeling even after this uh, loss last night? Because I kind of tuned out, obviously, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, they they took a. It just seemed like they were not there. They were a little. They were getting beat in every aspect. You know. Like they didn't shoot well like, at all. Man. No. They were, if they shot three, if they shot three pointers well last night, they could have. They would have probably stayed in that game. They would. It would have been tight. They, yeah. That's but what I said. I said they could have snuck it. They were. And Boston they, and Boston just got hot last night from three points. And with Tatum having fouls early, I thought for sure that was kind of a setup. Like that's your time. Like he's got one more bad foul, and y'all could just go in it. He wasn't even a factor. It was really like Brogdon. Yeah. And Jason and Embiid, I mean, and I like the fact that Embiid shut down a lot of those extra point, easy points in the paint that they were getting. In and game that's one. what people wanted him to do for years. In game one, in game right. one, like defensively, you know, he right, yeah, five blocks in the first, the first half, for, five first six half blocks first. in the first half. So yeah. I mean, even on like his limited play that they, you know, they were trying to be careful with. I mean, he and, still you know, hit a few baskets too, though. Now, yeah, mind you, had everybody else supported that. 
they would have, like you said, they would have at least only lost by maybe a bucket or four points because they even yeah. at halftime they were only down by eight. I wasn't swayed even by halftime. I thought they're down by eight. Yeah, but for some reason, three. after that, Boston could not miss a three pointer for some reason. No, they, they could. Just, they were just hitting everything, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Even the guy <laughs> with the five head was hitting them. Yeah, the one that, got, the one oh, that Shaggy got, make fun of his forehead. Oh, the line is running from his face. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad for that guy because you know he, 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 he wears that headband to try and help <laughs> it out. But you know, ain't no hair underneath that band. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought I was bad. Like I done took my braids out, and I think my hairline is better than his, and my forehead is big. But I'm just like, yo, dude, that stuff starts here. That's ridiculous. <laughs> they were calling him Stephen A. for the longest time. <laughs> but no, you're right. They they couldn't hit. It was almost just like 15 KDs out there last night. I was like, where the freak these guys come from? Because y'all weren't doing that game one at all. Yeah. But honestly, if, if that's what Embiid has to do, they have to learn to support. I don't know what it is. This is my only thing whenever time he's hurt is that, too, they get so used to being without him that when he goes into the roster, suddenly everybody is just standing around again. And I'm like, I hate that shit. Like, y'all should hey, man, be able I, to really I didn't, I didn't adjust. see him standing around them yesterday a lot, but they just, just weren't hitting any shots. No, that was clear. But I, And yeah, I do yeah. think that I, at, at times when I thought Tobias disappeared, I think Tobias was boning up on defense. That's why he wasn't shooting as much. Well, Tobias, so, Tobias actually, he's been playing well these playoffs. I mean, he has, no, no, yeah. but that's why I thought it was weird. I didn't see him a lot. So then I forgot yeah. about him, and then he hit, like, he missed one, and then he hit another three. So then I was like, all right, so why is he not getting free? Like, what's the yeah. strategy like, here? Him, him, him and Maxi have got to keep attacking. Yeah, they've been spotting. They have to, they they have, they have to attack. They them. have to, because they're going to be, they're going to be that difference maker, like. And Melton. You, and Melton you off the bench. And I mean, and coming hot. off the bench, yeah. Yeah, because Melton seemed to always get the and momentum when, to keep going. Yeah, when he and when he's on and he's hitting his threes, oh man, he was he was lit. And then all of a sudden, you see what happened because as like someone said, uh, I was just listening to Mike Missinelli's podcast, and he said, "You're not going to get Harden hitting 45 minutes. I mean, 45 points every night, every game. Yeah, like that was just a rare occurrence. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what did he end up with last night? 20? Like, yeah, like two. They said he was shot two for thirty or something. Oh it was god, bad. it was bad. Yeah, he wasn't getting nothing. And then on top of that, I could tell like he just wasn't able to even get his shuffle going quick enough. Mm-hmm. You know, and I felt like Maxi just was only good under for a layup, but he just he gave up on trying to do his threes too hard. And then I don't know what the hell Niang was doing. I I just almost thought they put him in too early. I was like, what is he doing? And then at one point, I don't know what if he like mid decision to yeah. throw th- to throw a jumper and it got blocked and i said what what was that what are y'all doing <laughs> it was just one of those games you were just like like you said like what the fuck is going yeah on? like why y'all just hot <laughs> game one it's like all of a sudden they can't hit we can't hit anything and they can't right you can't buy a vowel with these buckets you know mm-hmm. and then people want to say well maybe we started jo-. it had nothing to do with joel being in and out that was a yeah. team thing that had nothing yeah. to do with Joel because I was, I was secretly I mean, they were shooting like 30%. Them. They were shooting like 30%. 30%. And I was like, wow, this and is Miss bad. And Ellie said they had th- 51 three pointers on Celtics last night. 51. And this is, and this is bad. That's and bad. that's bad. So when you putting in Springer and all them in fourth quarter and shake and all them, that's not good. <laughs> that's not a good yeah. sign. I mean, Doc was pretty much like, all right, nobody else is getting hurt. He said, we're, we're, we're done. Like, right he now. said, y'all look like shit. Sit your asses down. Like, yeah. I can't look at this anymore. Did and, you hear? You heard what he was saying to him on the side. He was like, he's like, they're beating us to everything. Like, what is going on? You guys yeah, y'all are just blanking. Yeah. You guys are letting them beat you to every aspect of the game right now. 
he said yeah. in his in his hoarse voice. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know what's guys, like, we're not, we're not doing to the ball. Like, you need to get over here. <laughs> I don't have any voices. It is. I don't, I can't keep yelling like this, guys. Like, <laughs> I know, because half the time you see, he, you know, can tell when he looks like a disapproved dad on the sidelines. Like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'm going to beat their ass when they like, get over here. Just like, well, you won't come out here and look like a bitch. You won't play like a bitch. It's just, mm-hmm. See, I'm going to do what you want me to do. See Duncan doing his belt on the sideline standing. Yeah, there like Speaker Leap is like <laughs> he's right. like, I'm about to fuck one of y'all up when y'all come back over here. Because <laughs> it's probably his first thought is always, I gotta explain this shit. Like mm-hmm. I knew they were gonna come out like this. Like I gotta act like, well, you know, it's what happened. <laughs> and they all gotta go back and go, You wasn't helping, you wasn't doing shit either. What you mad at me for? Yeah, you know. But no, I'm not worried. Friday is gonna be off the hook now. Oh, I'm yeah, gonna... they got see get some home cooking, see what happens here. First of all, we all know that the probably the fouls might turn up too because this is what always happens when they split the first games of the series. Someone's going to be over aggressive, whether it be Sixers overcompensating for not being mm-hmm. aggressive or Boston being overly aggressive, trying to like finish you off mentally, like trying to be like, you can't even win at home. Watch, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that we see some more Melton threes and more, um, more maxi and pick and roll with Harden if need be. And if Joel yeah. is in there, I want him to just stay doing what he did last night as far as being under the basket because he doesn't need to play point guard. You know, he can just decide, I'm just here to block the shots. Like, <laughs> that's all I can do. You know, like, I'm not going to be yeah, throwing yeah. my body all over the place. And that you see that one foul that he just co- totally collapsed on. Everybody goes, oh, come on, me. <laughs> He gave a little shove and he just <laughs> fell over. Like my Williams just bumped him in the back, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh, he humped him on the hump day." <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think he's used. I don't think he's used to that brace either. That definitely you could can you can tell by the way he's moving. Way. Yeah, the he way was he was sliding up his leg, the way he was like moving, like that. He's not he's not confident enough to plan on it. At least so. it's not the mask, though. If oh, he can God. work through the mask. The, the knee is probably the last, you know, uncomfortability he's been, you know, cons- considering all his injuries, this is actually not the worst injury he's had. Oh, it's just, not, it's one of those nagging ones. A shattered face, yeah. <laughs> he's be- broken both orbital bones, like, at this point. And then I always ask, like, do you get surgery for that, or is that always just going to be permanently broke? Does the face just heal? Does the bone ever heal? Like, how does that work? Mm, I mean. I'm curious, because he never because you can't Because you can't really cast it, so it just heals. You got to. You just got to let it grow. Slowly heals over time. Because I can tell one eye is still a little sunken in if you've ever looked at him. Like, mm. his one eye does seem a little swollen still on the on the one side. And I said, I mm. wonder if that's because the bone never healed. It's just one of those things I just, anal side of me just can tell. I'm like, one eye does not look as big as the other. I don't know yeah. if he's always had that. But because knowing he broke both sides, I'm like, his eyeball just still just swimming in the abyss. <laughs> Watch your face, you know? So I, I just worry about that because people get when they know this is game three, they know that the fans are going to be trying to let them hear it. I'm just worried about being extra too, too aggressive to the point that it's like, all right, do we should we sit and beat early or is he going to let his pride take over and, and like overdo it? So, yeah, let's I mean, I think I think 27 minutes was good for him. Like That was good. 27. Yeah. minutes. And they said he wasn't even on a time restriction. That's what's funny. I just think he knew. Like they said, they were gonna go by body language or whatever. Like he probably said, "I've done enough. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna slow down the flow here. I'm just gonna sit down." You know, 
I don't mm. think it was like I don't think it was just because Doc wanted to take him out. I think he was more just like I already know what I'm doing here. I've done enough. Like he has to get his cardio back up. But I don't know. I I'm not shocked either way that he he was there last night. I kind of felt like he almost felt like he had to do it because of the whole MVP. Like or he no, just needed night. to at least get he need to get some time in. Yeah, because yeah. you're gonna if anyone if any of us people know with the arthritis, it doesn't get better sitting on your ass. You have to keep moving. Mm-hmm. It gets harder to get up if you just be still. And I don't I know it's a LCL thing, but it's still it's all relative because as soon as he gets older, that shit's gonna hurt later in his life. Oh god, yeah. So and you have to watch, speaking of which, this just made me think. I was watching the new uh heights today and Jason Kelsey went on a rant. I just posted it on my page and then on our page on the stories. He, okay. Jason Kelsey went on a rant about how turmeric and beet juice does not fucking work. <laughs> he has to take the pink pills, whatever the pink pills are. Him and, Tra- him and he's, like, he's like, no. <laughs> he said, wait, and you had to look at the clip because it cracks me up. Every I watched it three times today because I had it on in the background. And then when I heard him sounding off for like, like a I could tell Travis was like, we don't want to talk about this because they didn't probably want to get in trouble for talking about it. <laughs> Kelsey just wanted the whole thing, you know. If you take your, what did you say? If you take your calcium shots, <laughs> you like, baby, that doesn't fucking work. Like, it doesn't work. <laughs> he said the pink pill is what's getting me to year thirteen. He's like, you think <laughs> I would be able to do this thirteen? He goes, <laughs> taking some turmeric pills and some root juice. <laughs> root juice. <laughs> He said beet juice. He said he still drinks the beet juice, but he said the point was he's like that whole natural holistic isn't helping him mm. want to come back for another season, knowing he's got as much pain as he has. Which I give him props because, like I said, thirteen, I wouldn't feel the rush to come back at this point. Like I'd just be like, you got it, you got it, Cam. But <laughs> he's pushing himself for a reason. So I highly suggest if you all watch podcasts, please watch the latest because then they discuss about the draft later. But. You know Kelsey can go on tangents. I think they had to cut that too because I think he was starting to go on a rant again. Travis was just like, "We got to cut this because <laughs> we're gonna get in trouble." Because you know they said the NFL. You know how they just be suddenly deciding to just take away whatever they think is deemed a P. Um, what do you call them? Mm, P. You know, like they did with with Lane with Lane at one point. Like they were trying to make you seem like you're taking something extra that's not on their list. Oh yeah. So I, I think that's why Travis was trying to get him to shut up. So they just say, if you take away the, he goes, you take away the pink pills. He goes, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, all I'm right. sure it's like something that's probably, I don't, I don't know what it could be though. It's probably something that's not on the list of. Uh... I know it's probably better than 800 ibuprofen, <laughs> whatever it is. They, yeah, they right. make it sound, all I think is pink pill and I think Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> it's a whole other yeah. type of, you know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, so. Are, are you're not feeling bad about three or four, right? At this point, I'm not. No, no. I would be more worried if they lose, if they lose both games at home. That's when I would be nervous. Yeah, they they need to take three and then mm-hmm. see what happens. And then four can just be free for all, and they could just win it by like a point, and I'll be happy because then they can. Go I wouldn't be surprised. Four. I wouldn't be surprised if this goes to seven. I wouldn't either because at this point they still kind of don't really know each other because both teams have kind of had additions. Mm-hmm. And subtractions on their team, so yeah, they may not really even know each other. Even being in Philly, I think by the time they go back to Boston, they they go back where they started. That might either really truly decide the series, but yeah, three they got to get back on the ball. <clears throat> and just yeah. a shout out too, while I'm on here too, the women's festival was a blast, and I got oh, nice. my little pick. Oh, nice. Um, I felt like I was having a flashback to my 
working game, work days. <laughs> game day game day staff pictures we take at the end of the season party but I'm glad, to a, I'm, glad, I'm glad you had a good time that's cool i got close to dallas i saw <laughs> i told you i was gonna i'm not gonna be lusting but i i did tell him i would marry him uh, he thought hey, it was funny. He, he just started he was laughing at he you. just thought it was funny while he's trying to concentrate on signing the thing in front of him i kept touching his leg i know he's just like oh my god why is she touching me but <laughs> i think he thought it was funny to the point where laugh like ha ha and i saw the gum he almost lost the gum but uh, yeah i did say it but i mean at this point i'm like fangirling you know so yeah as much as i felt stupid later i was just like it was worth it because honestly the game password was not done very well honestly the virgo and me wished that dave spadaro wasn't the host because he clearly didn't know what the fuck he was doing <laughs> sorry i love you dave but you need to stick to your <laughs> you, you you said, you said, he said i love you dave but no i love you dave <laughs> but you know i could have been a better partner to dallas although shout out to the asian girl because she was really trying to give her clues well but pff, that game was slow that's why they didn't do two rounds because they ended up doing name that song later with jordan malata and um Jurgens and they did two rounds and they selected two different girls both times. I was kind of pissed because I was like, password, I could have been up on that stage. But anyway. <laughs> and then other than that, they gave a, a nice little tour. You got to sit in the locker rooms and stuff. And that was great. And then um we did a video, as you see, if you follow me on my She Talks Ball 78 page. I pinned it to my profile. They did this little video. Well, it was Shante's friend Ashley shout out idea to do a video with the cheerleaders. Cause at first I thought we were doing a group photo. And then oh, it ended up being a video and the cheerleaders were already there. So they were like, so she's like, yeah, we want to do a picture. I thought she wanted to do it. Next thing you know, you yeah. see on my page, that's, it looks like a commercial. Like we planned that shit and we didn't, but <laughs> I liked it so much. I was even tagging the Eagles. Like, I think you need to use this in promo <laughs> nice. for next year. <laughs> so anyway, but it was a good time. Thank you. Regardless of my mouth. I'm very happy. I finally got close to Dallas Goddard. I think I can live <laughs> now. I can move on with my life. And um, yeah, so go birds. Um, Eddie B, we will talk again because next thing we got to discuss is how the Sixers do on the second round because you know we've been here before. Yes. This is before. usually where I start becoming very negative if they start looking bad early. <laughs> yeah, you do. Because <laughs> this is the second. I told you even, I said it, look, I tried not to even say it early, but in my head, yeah. I even said it on Instagram. I said, will not be shocked if they get kicked out the second round again. Yeah. But seeing how Celtics are vulnerable, anything can happen now. Oh, yeah. How bad do you want it? And now that now that Embiid is definitely, in fact, the MVP, I want them to push a little harder. Her, you should, you yeah. should want to get this African man to the next round just for that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think it's, anyway. it's, it's way overdue. You know? Way yeah. overdue. So stop being bitches and making the Celtics look good because they're not that good. They just, they can shoot, but they ain't that good. So meanwhile, the Knicks is about to do, and that, you know what? He ain't going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about the Knicks. Shout out to Jimmy, though. I hope he comes back because I didn't think he was going to be out that second game, but uh, he, he, Knicks, man. Whew. Who would have thought that would be? Who would have thought the Knicks would be in a second round? You know, wow. I did not. Yeah, I didn't foresee I that. I didn't at all. call it. And knowing the stars on that team now are two Villanova with Hart <laughs> and uh Hart and, and, and Brunson. <clears throat> yeah. Shout out to Hart though, because I love the fact that his homeboy be eating in them post interviews. He be like me, hungry. <laughs> he was trying to sneak that pizza in the last one. I cracked up because I said, just eat it, knee, bro. You're sitting there with the food. <laughs> just <laughs> eat the pizza. But yeah. I like the realness. Anyway, Ed, all right. Thank you for being available, sir. And we'll uh, the co-ed will return again. Yes. We'll hopefully mm -hmm. talk about 
I don't know. Possible second round to the next round. We'll see. Hopefully, yeah. Go Sixers. Clap your hands. And uh, we'll talk soon, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to Birds of a Feather Coat Edition. We shall be back shortly. Enjoy your (laughs) night. Love y'all. Bye.